Welcome to Green Conversations with me, Jeanette Fitzsimons. These episodes were recorded at the Young Greens Annual Conference held in February 2019 on our farm, Pakaraka. We're sitting under the pecan nut trees down by the river with background sound effects from the tuis and the cicadas. There are more episodes on their way. As values disappeared more from view, a motion among those who were left was passed to wind up the party. But the leadership at the time refused to implement that decision. Others in the country were talking about the opportunity to build something new along the same ideas with the same kōpapa and using the large body of policy in the manual as the basis. The manual had been put together very painstakingly by General Secretary Terry McDavitt who had combined all the remits that had been passed in values conferences. In those days we made policy by individual remits at conferences. Never ever consider doing that again. I remember conferences where there were 500 and something remits that we had to vote on, all put up by branches and often contradictory. So Terry had the job of sorting out what do we do about this remit that says this and this other remit that says the opposite and how do we combine the two and make it into a policy. After that policy was always made in coherent slabs by working groups and um, that has its own difficulties, but at least it's, it's better than the remits. Anyway, this huge body of policy existed, but it was the intellectual property of the Values Party, and nobody else could take it over and use it while the Values Party was there and hanging on to it. The name Green was pioneered by De Grunen in Germany in the 1983 election. I should say West Germany, because it wasn't united at that time. About that time, Value started calling itself the Green Party of Aotearoa. I recall a letter from the German Greens about that time asking permission to use our policies with acknowledgement, and of course we were happy to grant that. Values was seen as perhaps a senior Green Party in the world at that time because we were the first. We were the first to stand in national elections. The other strand that was important was in 1989 local body elections a number of groups arose around the country using the word green. The Wellington Green Alternative, uh, the Maharangi Greens, the Nelson Greens and they stood candidates under those names. In the end there were 23 of those groups around the country calling themselves green and with the same kind of philosophy and policies that we have today. Talks began about the need to combine under one umbrella and form a national political party. But the rump of values was still there and so needed to be included. There were a number of national level meetings of the remains of values and the new green movements. I wasn't at any of them so I can't tell you about that. But I got pulled back in in 1990 when Sarah Parkin, who was the leader of the UK Greens, was invited by Rosalie Stewart to come and speak in New Zealand. And a lunch was held to which Harry and I were invited for some of the remainder of values and some of the new Greens. The values remainder was called the Green Party and the new Greens were called the Greens. It can be confusing reading the history as to who was who. 
but fortunately it didn't matter for long. And they were all interested in forming a national political organisation. Sarah urged us to combine forces and not to waste all the work that had been done. Harry and I, who had links with both groups, were asked by that meeting to go and speak to the Green Party of New Zealand's council meeting in Walkworth in a couple of weeks, urging them to come together as a national organisation. This was only one of many initiatives that were happening at the time, but it's the one that I have first-hand knowledge of. At that meeting, we felt that the reception was fairly negative. A letter from Chris Thomas of The Greens in Wellington was read out, proposing the creation of a single Green Party. As we drove away, I said to Harry, well, that was a failure, wasn't it? They're not going to accept anything. And then before any time at all had passed, we learned of a national meeting in Whanganui where it all magically came together. And the announcement from that meeting was the Greens and the Green Party of Aotearoa have merged to form a single political organisation. Once again, an election year, and it was 1990, galvanised us and a manifesto was written, Steps to a Green Land. Structure and organisation developed, candidates chosen, and the general election later that year, 1990, the Green Party stood in 71 of the 97 seats and won 6.9% of the total vote. If you count those votes just in the electorates where we had candidates, because remember there was no proportional representation, it was almost 9% of those able to vote Green who did. It wasn't until 2011 that the Greens achieved a higher percentage of the vote at election time. And yet this is often sort of sidelined and denied by people who think that it's all happened very recently. This is why I want to tell our history, hey? My thanks to Hans Buter, who recorded this podcast, and to Finn Kennedy, who edited it.